0: Hello and welcome everybody to the Verdant Growth Daily, where we give you the news, tips, and tools you need to live Echo. My goal is to help you put you in the right mindset to live more in line with your own values and to change your life to make it more fulfilling, sustainable, and balanced with nature, all in just 10 minutes a day. My name is Eugene, and this is episode 12. Today we are going to be talking about racial inequality or racial equality and environmental activism. For most of you in America today, it is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And so I thought that that would be the perfect day to talk a little bit about racial inequality and how it is related to environmental activism. Activism in general is a very good thing, right? People fighting for civil rights, fighting for justice, and for the general good of humanity and society. Every activist out there has an ideal, something they want to fight for. Very few people notice that a lot of the different kinds of activism, a lot of the rights that they're fighting for, are all deeply connected, In my case, I started out with environmental activism. I started thinking a lot about environmental justice and what needs to happen in order for us to be better to the planet. But the more you look into it, the more you start to see that there are very, very deep connections with other forms of activism as well. So in my case, I came from the perspective of thinking about pollution and climate change, So when I think about who does pollution and climate change most affect? Well, in general, I think about the people who have the worst food and the worst nutrition, the worst health care, and the worst treatment from society, right? The least amount of money, maybe, the least amount of resources to be able to deal with hardship. That's generally minority communities when we think about like black communities for example that were after being freed from being slaves were very often uh, given land or could only afford land that were near factories and industrial centers where a lot of pollution and a lot of toxins are released into the air, into the water, into the ground around, um, around the factory. So in America, black and Hispanic communities are generally exposed to far more air pollution and toxins than uh, white communities are. Um, white Americans, on average, experience much, much, much better air quality than the nav- than the national average. So there are also kind of discriminatory housing policies known. Like, you might have heard of redlining before, which is where minority communities are generally living in places which are going to have more pavement, less nature, less parks, fewer trees, and therefore higher average temperatures. So this generally means that these minority communities are usually exposed to higher temperatures, but yet they don't necessarily have the resources or the money to be able to afford air conditioning and the electricity costs associated with it, meaning that they have much higher levels of stress and uh, health issues related to heat stress. Anything like storms, wildfires, floods, heat waves, all of those things cause health problems and property damage all disproportionately to minority communities. Climate change, it's the same. It increases all of those factors. And so these studies have been done. Climate change will cause more economic harm to the nation's poorer countries. I think when Hurricane Katrina hit, 30% of black New Orleans residents didn't own cars, meaning that when they were told to evacuate, they just they couldn't. They just did not have a way to evacuate. People... In those minority communities have the lowest amount of resources to be able to cope with the problems that come so all of these problems are connected right the same goes for indigenous populations right indigenous rights also have very very deep connections to how American government treats nature treats national parks treats national forests right so A lot of these people that are fighting for indigenous rights or black rights or Asian American rights, a lot of times these people are fighting for rights and values that are very, very, very closely connected to climate and environmentalism. And that was something that I slowly started to find out. Hey, if I'm fighting against oil drilling then i should also be supporting indigenous land rights if i want to fight air pollution then i should also be standing up for air quality in minority communities right we by by fighting for the other way works as well by fighting for air quality among minority communities we also fight co2 emissions from emissions from industry right by fighting for more equal hiring, we encourage more empowerment of minority communities. By creating more renewable energy, we reduce the pollution in minority-dominated neighborhoods. By stopping climate change and by fighting climate change, we reduce the stress on those minority communities as well. The world of climate activism has historically been dominated by white men. And I think that indigenous, among indigenous communities, of course, those protests and that activism has been primarily from indigenous people. And of course, in uh, black rights, it's mostly black people. In a way, we have all of our activists divided thin among all of these different sectors, people fighting for indigenous rights, people fighting for black rights, people fighting for Mexican rights, people fighting for uh, plastic pollution, the reduction of plastic pollution from industry, people fighting against the oil industry. We have so many activists that are spread out over so many different things that are all very deeply connected. So we need to learn how to work together. Black, light, uh, black Lives Matter, the climate movement, they're connected. If we could connect those two together, we would increase our strength for both black rights and climate change activism. This goes for every single form of activism out there that I can think of. In some way, every form of activism that I can think of out there is going to be connected to environment, which is what I'm interested in. So... We need more connection. And I don't know that I'm the best person to start creating these connections. There are definitely people out there who are more well-known and better connected. But if there is anyone out there who is interested in starting some conversations, get a hold of me. I think that this would be a great place to start some conversations. We could have live YouTube conversations with people from different activism circles. We could have different people all talking together, and if we could get Black Lives Matter and the climate movement connected and working together, we would immediately be doubling our strength that we have. So if there is somebody out there who is interested in starting to have these conversations, get a hold of me. It's something that I've actually been thinking about a lot, maybe having a series devoted to connecting activists. It's something we can start hosting some interactivist conversation maybe. I think that that those kinds of connections would be super 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 important for all of us and I think that we could probably get a lot more done if we were all working together. It was Martin Luther King who said, Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We are caught in an inescapable network of mutuality, tied in a single garment of destiny. Whatever affects one directly, affects all indirectly. It's amazing how much the things that Martin Luther King Jr. said back year decades ago are still applicable to today's life. So many of the quotes that he talked about, I could read with the frame of environmental activism in my mind, and they still apply. They're still so relevant. And so it's one of my hopes through this channel that We fight for environment, but I think that we need to start getting more people connected. We need to start connecting more communities together. Because right now, everybody is fighting for their own cause. But all of those causes could be connected. And they should be connected. At least in my opinion. That's what I think, and I hope you guys think so too. Thank you guys so much today for watching and listening. If you want to come on and interact with me live, be sure to subscribe to me on my YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell so that you get notified when I go live. Find me also on social media in all the places in the description box down below, uh, especially on Twitter because that's where I start posting uh, about half an hour before I go live. So... Super, super important if you want to chat with me live. Also, feel free to just tweet me on Twitter for any questions you have. Anything that you would like me to talk about at some point, just reach out. Just throw it out there. I'm always looking for more topics to talk about on the daily. Thanks again for watching, guys. Eugene and Verdant Growth, out.